guys, what's up? And welcome back to another coffee talk. Today we're gonna to be doing the first ever decaf. So I haven't done a decaf coffee talk yet, but what decaf is basically going to cover is everything from health to wellness to environmental. So today I kind of wanted to talk more on the health and wellness side or spectrum of our decaf coffee talks because I wanted to talk about how to basically return to your body or get back into your body, which might kind of sound like a bit of a weird concept because obviously you are in your body, but this is a theme of mine, I guess, for a little while now. I've done enough videos and I've talked about it enough about basically how I went to therapy, or I still do go to therapy, but one of the things that I went to therapy for was to deal a lot with just the unhealthy relationship I had with my body and the unhealthy relationship I had with food and just a lot of things like that. And one of the main kind of concepts or something that I really took from it is learning how to reconnect with my body. And I feel like it's one of those things that has become a super big, important just role and thing to do in my life, especially when I find myself kind of, we're gonna get into this, but I just feel like so much of our lives now are lived virtually. And we kind of split our lives in a lot of ways now 50-50, like 50% of our lives is lived right here in the now. And then like the other 50% is being lived online. They're literally doing recycling as soon as I go to film every freaking time. Anyway, it's an important concept to me because I feel like it's one that I always have to kind of come back to and remind myself of. And I think that that's kind of a common thing in today's world that, you know, we don't realize that we've lost a sense of connection with our bodies until we start to wonder why we feel so like overworked. Maybe sometimes it's stress. A lot of the times it's just over identifying with your thoughts and over identifying with your brain and your mind and kind of missing that mind body connection. So today is going to be all about basically how to resync that mind body connection, how to get back into your body and in a lot of ways, how to reconnect with that physical sense of who you are. It's crazy because our bodies are amazing instruments and they are communicating with us all of the time. But another, another Another sidestep and I can talk about this in a full coffee talk or in a vlog but the other thing that I've been doing a little bit of research on is our nervous system and one of the things that like okay so when you ignore when your body's telling you to go to the bathroom when you ignore or override when your body's telling you that you're hungry or you're thirsty or you need some water or you need some sleep like every time our bodies basically send us those signals and we don't listen we create a bit more of a disconnect between us and our bodies and our nervous systems and our body bodies are sending those signals because, you know, we need sleep, we need food, we need water. But I think that there's a lot, there's so much that we could talk about that goes into that, but there's a lot of things that have kind of created a bit more of miscommunication between our bodies and our body signals and us. And so sometimes we don't trust, you know, it, like, am I actually tired or am I just like mentally fatigued? Like, you know what I mean? Like it just branches off in so many different ways. But when you really come to think about it, our bodies are incredible. Like they're constantly telling us things. They're constantly doing things without us even knowing it, keeping us alive. And uh, we just sometimes lose that sense of connection. Like who you are is wrapped around the packaging of your body. And the whole reason why we get to experience this life or the whole way that we actually do experience this life is through our bodies because that's how we sense things. That's how we feel things. That's how we see things. That's just what encompasses the full experience. So it's reconnecting that mind to body connection. And that's what I want to talk 
talk about today. So I actually did a little bit of research for today's coffee talk and I will put the blog post in the description or whatever, which will have all of like the sources that I used, but I'll link that down below. Um, but one of the things that I actually looked up is that we actually, well, American adults, I'm Canadian, but it counts. American adults spend more than 11 hours per day watching, reading, listening, or simply interacting with media of any sort, according to a new study by market research group Nielsen. So what that means is in a 24 hour day, 11, and I found another study that said about 12, but either way, like half of the day is literally being spent with technology. And that's really cool in the sense of if you're looking at how fast our evolution has evolutionized. Again, another conversation for another time because I love technology, but it also kind of freaks me out some, okay, I won't get off topic, but that 11 to 12 hours that we're spending on tech, we are not spending, you know, in our bodies. Like we're not really using our body to our full capacity. We're using our brains because technology, whether it be TV, your phone, your computer, even watching this video right now, you don't need to do anything with your body to watch this. You just need to watch and you don't need to, you know, digest anything through your body. You're digesting with your brain. So I think that's why a lot of the times in my experience in the last few years, I've noticed more of a pattern with feeling a little bit more disconnected to my body. And I think it's because, I mean, my whole job is online. So I spend definitely those 11 to 12 hours with technology. Like it's most of the time on my computer or I'm filming with a camera or I'm doing things on my phone or I'm answering emails. Like I live so much of my life in and my job in my computer and thus in my head that sometimes I'm like, oh, I've forgotten to like get up and stretch today or like reconnect with my physical world through my physical body. So there was another study that I found super interesting too that showed that the increase of time that teenagers in particular with this study spent on their phones, the increase of depression and loneliness, yet those exact same teenagers when they were asked whether their phone helped or didn't help them to feel connected, 81% of those teenagers actually said that their phones helped keep them more connected, even though, you know, it, the studies are showing that it's also making them more depressed and more lonely, which again, I think that that's just not even a teenager thing. I think that that can relate to all of us. Like we're all so in our heads and we're also in our tech that we might think it's connecting us all. And in a lot of ways it is because we wouldn't be connecting right now if it weren't for it. But I definitely just think that if we're not careful, we can make it a habit to stay disconnected from our bodies. We can make it too much of a habit to stay too long in these more mental landscapes of life than our physical body landscapes of life. I don't really know exactly what I'm saying, but I guess just if we're not careful, we will make a habit out of not connecting with our bodies. So it's not that I'm saying technology is a bad thing and like tech, I'm just saying that knowing this and becoming aware of it gives us the power back to then make it a habit again to make sure you're reconnecting with your body on a regular basis. So to actually do that, I have drafted up 10 steps, tips, or ways that you can get reconnected with your body and we're gonna go through all 10 of them today. Okay, so the first one is through breath work. And if you guys are anything like me, 
Um, breathwork will come as a little bit of a struggle for you, especially if you're new to it. Breathwork was a struggle for me because I'm somebody that isn't very good sometimes at slowing down. And I think that sometimes the simplest answer can be the easiest one to kind of kick off to the side because it feels too simple, you know? And I, I went through so many different like therapy sessions of talking about a wide variety of different things. And each time my therapist always reminds me to reconnect with my breath. In fact, she will actually make me do it right there with her, which again makes me just like, like I'm like, like, I don't like that feeling. And it's because it's so simple that as soon as I reconnect with my breath, it's almost like I'm like, and then all of a sudden the thoughts start rolling in again. You know what I mean? And so one of the breathing techniques that she had taught me, or I actually had heard about it before, but she like reinforced it into me was the four, seven, eight. So you breathe in for four, you hold for seven, and then you exhale for eight. And what that actually does is it slows down your breathing enough. It also slows down your heart rate enough that you actually reconnect with your breath. And the counting thing is one of those things where I think that we all kind of, our bodies already know what to do. So a lot of the times when you overthink how long you should breathe in, breathe out and all of that, you can overcomplicate it. But I think it's just a matter of going slow enough that it almost feels like you're being overdramatic with your breaths in a way that's slowing it down. And it feels like you're almost going a little too slow. And that is kind of, at least in my experience, what's reconnected me back to just focus on breathing, just focus on breathing. You're not supposed to be focused on anything else aside from breathing. And you'll start to feel that breath in your body again. Another really good example of this is I, I I remember talking about it in my vlogs or whatever videos were going on at the time, but um, back in the fall with my friend Maria, we went to this full moon uh, meditation at home, which is a meditation center here in Toronto. And we went to this full moon meditation, I think it was in September, and I'd never done like breath work in a meditation class before. So one of the things that the instructor got us to do was to lie down and we had like blankets and stuff. It was really cozy. And she put on this like intense song that kind of felt like if you were to take the intensity of this song and put it on a graph, it would like go like a mountain and then it would fall back down, right? And so as this song is playing, you're supposed to just be taking deep breaths and kind of just go with the song and everybody's eyes were closed. Everybody was laying down. And this experience cracked open a whole new side of breath work for me because I'm laying there, right? I'm taking off my cardigan because we're getting, we're getting deep into this chat. So I'm laying there and I'm doing my breath work and I'm like letting this song play through and like my brain is just going into all of these cool places and I'm breathing really intensely and I out of nowhere started bawling. And it wasn't like I was bawling hysterically that anyone would know. I just like, I could feel tears just like rippling out of my eyeballs. And I was just like, what is happening? And it felt like, it felt like a little bit, not like an out of body experience, but it just felt like I had broken something open that I didn't know was there. And afterwards, the feeling of like, you know when you're a kid and you have a really good cry and then you just like feel the sense of just like, huh, that is exactly how I felt after this meditation. And it's funny because then afterwards I was telling Maria, I was like, I was crying and she was like, I was crying. So I think that like maybe everybody was kind of crying because it just like when you reconnect to that sense of breath, you really do reconnect to a lot of the things that you might be holding on inside of your body and not really realizing it. So whether you do the four, seven, eight breathing, whether you do any kind of breath work, there's probably tons of breath work that you can look up on YouTube that you can find. Like I can find some sources if you guys want, but honestly, just do a little bit of research. You, you will find so many meditations that are based on breathing techniques 
And doing that is going to help reconnect you back into your body because we are breathing 24 seven. Otherwise we wouldn't be alive, right? And I think that that's, like I said back at the beginning, why this one is so easy to overlook, so easy to overstep and kind of underestimate and also miss because it's always happening. But that's what makes this one, I would say like the most important in terms of reconnecting to your body because you're always doing it. So it's always there for you. So anytime, anytime at all, like this is also super huge. If you have any kind of anxiety, anything of the sort that you just catch yourself, like being like, Oh, I feel weird. Just reconnect to your breath and instantly you will feel better. And Again, it's also one of the hardest for that reason, because it is so simple, you'll almost wanna like overcomplicate it, you know? You'll be breathing and then all of a sudden you'll catch yourself thinking again, but that's okay. You just go right back into just counting your breaths and reconnecting to your breathing until you start to feel back into your body. So this second one is one that Larissa, I, I feel like I'm pretty sure it actually was Larissa that I got this from, but it was one of these themes that we always kind of had when we were living together and it was called Back to the Basics. And it was pretty much the premise of like when life starts to get a little bit too complicated you just bring it right on back to the basics and when you think about it as a human being what are your basic needs your basic needs are sleep food water in terms of your physical body that's pretty much it and you will you will stay alive right so ask yourself if you're feeling a little disconnected from your body lately have you been getting a good sleep or did you get a good sleep last night even have you been eating healthy foods or in the last let's say 72 hours, how healthy have you been eating? Or have you been drinking enough water? Or in the last 72 hours, have you been getting your daily intake of H2O? A lot of the times, those three things are so, again, simple, but so easily kind of pushed off to the side that then when we start to feel a little bit irritable or we start to feel like we're getting headaches or like whatever our symptoms are, it might actually be stemming from the fact that our back to the basic needs are not being met. So a really good example of this is last week, I felt like I was kind of being a bit more tested than usual. And it was because I had spent, I didn't sleep on whatever Friday it was. It was like two Fridays ago. I went to bed at eight o'clock in the morning. Okay. And not because I was like out doing some like crazy, whatever. I was just like, I just, I just didn't go to sleep. So that ended up hitting me. I always find that whenever my sleep schedule gets a little whack, it always hits me like three days later. That third day is always the day that it hits me the most. And let me tell you, come Monday, it freaking hit. And I was like, why am I feeling this way? And then when I thought back, usually I would say the 72 hours thing is a pretty good rule. Like in the last three days, how well I had slept. And then I was like, oh yeah, I didn't sleep on Friday. I went to sleep super late on Saturday. And then I tried to go to sleep early on Sunday and then tossed and turned and couldn't. And now here I am on Monday freaking the hell out. A lot of the times, honestly, just bringing it back to the basics will help you reconnect with your body because it'll bring your body back into equilibrium. If you've been out of equilibrium for a really long time too, then it's no wonder that we like start to get used to that feeling of being disconnected from our bodies. But when you're well rested, when your body is getting a good amount of like healthy nutrients and like balanced meals, like get your proteins, get your carbohydrates, get your veggies, get your fruit, get all of the things that you need in your day to day and be drinking enough water, you'll feel so much more in tune, not just physically with your body, but I also do think that that helps a lot with our mental state as well. So just bring it on back to the basics, no matter what. Again, aside from breathing, second simplest, but also one of the most important. So that leads me to the third way to reconnect with your body, and that is to consume 
consciously. And this is a really, really big one because I feel like we consume way more than we really like than consciously than we think about, of course. Um, but what I mean is like the media that you consume, the foods that you consume, the things that you purchase, everything that we basically invite into our lives, invite into our minds, invite into our atmospheres, we are consuming in a lot of ways, right? And we are in a bit of I don't want to say an epidemic because that sounds very dramatic, but we are in an era of mass consumption. I'm trying to be very careful because I don't want to paint things in such a negative tone, but I definitely know that like marketing and like commercials and products and foods and especially like packaged foods and foods that have been like altered and like just companies, a lot of big, big companies for a long time have basically bet on the fact that us as humans are consumers and they want to tap into our consuming habits so that you don't even consciously think about it. So that is why I think becoming a bit more of a conscious individual, whether you go straight all out, like straight up meditates for like an hour a day or just spends a little bit more time asking yourself anytime you go to consume anything, like just consciously tapping into yourself and, and making sure it aligns with you. I think that that is so important in today's world because otherwise, again, I'm trying not to make it sound so negative, but otherwise we kind of become not zombies, but we just become a herd of cow that are just being told to do something. And so we all waddle that way. And we do not need to be herds of cows. We are all unique individuals. We're all conscious beings. And that makes all of us uniquely and intricately, intricately, intricately. I'm not even going to try it. It just makes us all incredible, right? But when we fail to be conscious with ourselves, then I think we fail ourselves because then we're not actually choosing the things that we consume to be in alignment with who we are and who we know ourselves to be. So conscious consuming is one of those things too that I don't think can happen overnight, but I think that the more you work at it, the better you get at it. I feel like I'm still working at it too. Like it's been a big goal of mine for a while now to just be more conscious every time I go to purchase something. If I can get something without plastic, if I can use something a little longer or get it fixed rather than buying new, you know? And, and that goes with food too, to slow down my eating, to actually taste my food, to feel the texture, to taste the different flavors that are going on in my foods and to just consciously tap into the things that I'm inviting into my life and the things that I'm eating, the things that I'm buying, the things that I am just consuming on a day-to-day -day basis. And I think that that is so important to reconnect with our bodies because it does reconnect you with yourself and it reconnects you that mind body like physical whatever attachment like it really does link those two things back together because a lot of the times consumption happens on a physical like plane right like you don't mentally eat food you physically eat food you don't mentally buy things you physically buy things you know that's kind of working but um, a lot of the times though, when we do so consciously, it's reconnecting that mind body sync. Like I can't talk today. It's syncing our minds and our bodies so that we can be more conscious consumers, which is going to put us back into our bodies, especially when it comes to, you know, when you're drinking water, like, are you actually tasting the water? Are you feeling appreciative of that water? Like when you're eating food, are you like, wow, look at this beautiful, abundant plate of, it could be pad thai, I don't care what it is, but it's just like, are you consciously taking each bite and just being like, mm, 
I also know that this one can get a little out of hand. Like if you guys have ever watched How I Met Your Mother, there's an episode where Robin dates this guy that she met when she was on some like tropical vacation and he's always like, taste your food. And she kind of starts to get annoyed by it. So you don't have to do this all the freaking time, but just every now and then, like one meal a day, consciously eat that meal or every time you go to just do something put something on your body just like anything of the sort just do so a little bit more consciously and you'll be kind of amazed by just the different sensations you might not have noticed had you not been noticing or tapping into it let's move on to the next point because I'm, I'm just rambling on this one so the fourth way that you can actually reconnect with your body is to close your eyes now we I would say like most of us I, I always get like really weird when I'm like we and most of us because I don't want to speak for everybody but I just I'm speaking a lot of the times in such general terms so don't take it too seriously but a lot of us I think we start to get so used to living our life through the sense of sight that we forget that we have other senses and this again is just habitual like our brains look for the path of least resistance to gather information so of course it's gonna go first on sight because that's the easiest one to pick up like if I can see something's wrong I'm gonna fix it rather than get up close to it and listen to it or like taste it because that could be weird or feel it you know so when you want to reconnect with your body especially again when you're eating food Food, listening to music whenever you're experiencing something even stretching I find yoga especially when I really am finding it difficult to tap into my yoga practice of the day I'll start stretching with my eyes closed and that really puts me back into my body because I'll start to notice like oh my god I'm off balance or like that feels a little weird which I might not notice if I'm too caught up in what I'm seeing and so I think if we want to stop being so hyper focused on how things look and instead want to bring back, you know, the importance of how things feel, closing your eyes is like a super easy way to do that because like I said, it kind of turns off that sense and brings you into your other senses. And the minute that you get back into your other senses, you're automatically back into your body. So next time you go to do something, if, don't let it be driving or like anything that causes you to be like mobile. But next time you're like doing something that's in one stationary place, try closing your eyes and just notice the difference in sensations and the difference that you might feel in your body when you have your eyes closed. The fifth way to get back in your body is to ask yourself, where are you right now? I've done this in like a couple different coffee talks and, and like videos that I've done before, but it's this practice of like, again, sometimes, and I'm doing it right now because I didn't really think about it until I just cued myself to say it, but I almost got so sucked into this video that I forgot I'm sitting in my room, right? So when you have a second and you just ask yourself, where am I right now? And you start to look around, you're like, okay, like notice what you see, notice what you hear, notice what you taste. Like I was just drinking a coffee so I can still kind of taste that. And what do you feel in your body? Again, bringing it back to my therapist. I love my therapist, by the way. I feel like I will constantly be preaching you guys what therapy teaches me because it is like the most life-changing and she is just the most like anyway one of the practices that she gets me to do in therapy is if i'm explaining something that's like bothering me she'll be like where do you feel that in your body and i every time it catches me off guard because i'm like what do you mean where do i feel that in my body and then she'll be like just like get quiet for a second and like just sense where that is in your body and i'm like 
because I just want to talk, right? Like you just want to fix everything with your mind sometimes that we don't really think of tapping into where we feel in our bodies. So where is your body right now? What are you seeing? What are you tasting? What are you hearing? What do you feel? Like what do you actually physically feel in your body? And what time of day is it? What age are you? Is there a time that you've done this before? And how long ago is that? You know, this is one of those things that I used to do when I was a kid. I used to just be so hyper aware of the fact that time was moving and like it when you're a kid it's really hard to kind of comprehend it but I could just sense that anytime I noticed it that I should just pick up on as many things as possible and I can still like when I meditate or mentally I can go back to those places almost like it's still happening because it was like I imprinted that whole sense of sensations into my brain, right? So right now, like you could literally do that right now by looking around and picking out things that are super important or just go through your senses, go through the time of day, what year it is, who is important to you right now, what's going on in your life right now, and just where are you at in the spectrum of your life because doing that again brings you right back into the now it brings you right back into this moment in your life and again i think that sometimes we either can get so zoomed in on life or almost so zoomed out that we forget how crucial the now is and not even just how crucial it is in a lot of ways how it truly is kind of the only thing that ever exists even those times when i was a kid when i was noticing you know where i was and what was going on at that moment that was the only moment that ever truly existed now it's in the past but it's just like when you really do tap into where your body is right now what's going on in your life right now you're fully submersing yourself into not just reconnecting with your body but reconnecting with your life and reconnecting with where you are in terms of your life right now another point with kind of where are you right now that again i think is really important in today's world and this day and age that we all live in is to slow down our lives so that we actually can do this more often and i feel like again i'm speaking in general terms but a lot of us or we collectively a lot of us are living lives that are very fast paced, right? And like, there's always something to do. There's always someone to answer to. There's always a, a, a thing on the to-do list that we need to get completed. And so it can get very easy to kind of start to feel like your life is a treadmill and you're just kind of going and going and going. But you have full control over what speed that treadmill is on, right? So you can turn it down. It's, it's uncomfortable, especially if you're doing it for the first time, but slowing down that treadmill, slowing down your life enough will actually open up more space for you to have more of those moments where you're like, where am I right now? And you really imprint like where you're at in life. And I think the more we do that again too, like the more connected, not only with our bodies and our lives we get, but then we have more points of reference as we get older to look back on and be like, oh, I really just soaked that in. And so yeah, slowing down your life, and doing that, like making a habit out of doing that senses scan, like what am I seeing? What am I smelling? What am I tasting? What am I hearing? What am I feeling? Though, like those main five senses, just tapping into them and then being like, okay. Like, I think that that's a important and an easy way to kind of create a habit out of tapping back into the present moment and your body.
which is totally the opposite of um, the sixth way to get back into your body, and that is to get freaking moving. And you can do this again in so many different ways. Kind of like how I explained that my job is online. You guys probably know that. Um, so I spend a lot of the time on the computer. I spend a lot of time just with tech and just involved in like my headspace. So one of the habits that I started I don't even remember when I started it, but right around the time that I take like my second coffee break, I'll stretch or anytime that I notice myself feeling a little like slumpy, I'll put on a song and like dance around my office and then just get right back into work. And it's one of those little tiny things that brings me back into my body so that I can get back into whatever I'm trying to do. Stretching is a good one. Dancing is a good one. Going for walks, like sometimes just walking Bentley, it just puts me in a completely different mindset because I feel like I've tapped back into my body and I've been using it, you know? There's so many ways that you can literally move your body. Let me think. You could dance, you could take up a workout class, you can go for a walk, you could go for a run, you can go to the gym, you can stretch, you can go to yoga, you can get freaky with your boyfriend. Anything that isn't sitting or laying down completely counts, unless you're doing yoga, because like yoga, you can sit and lay down and you're still moving your body, but it's just a matter of get moving. Like it, it might feel weird and like who, who really cares because not a lot of, like most of the times no one's even gonna see you, but the dancing around the house thing is probably my favorite. I think that again, also too, because I live alone, so literally nobody can see me doing it. But I, I would say I have a dance party probably at least once a day, just because it changes my mood. It like elevates my vibrations, and it also brings me back into my body. Like when you dance, it's not even a matter of like you need to be a good dancer. Just let the music take you. Let it just, just embrace all the movement and stop thinking about it get out of your head and into your body, no matter what movement you're doing, whether it is walking, whether it is stretching, whether it is dancing or getting freaky with your boyfriend, you can literally just like tap back into your body and not so much into your mind. And that brings you right back into your body because you're using it. A lot of the times when you move your body, you can actually, it's not even necessarily turning off your mind or turning off your thoughts. But again, and I think that this, this kind of ties in with breath work too, no matter how you're moving your body, but it's bringing your conscious energy into your body. So you're not trying to turn off your brain because you'll never turn off your brain. It's just almost anchoring its focus somewhere. So whether it is dancing, you don't think about the dance moves you're doing, you think about the beat or you let your conscious energy kind of start to flow with the music and then your body will start to follow, you know? And that goes for any kind of, you know, like stretching, walking, any of those things can become a very like submersive, almost a flow experience. It's a perfect way to describe it actually because you're in the flow and it's not that your brain isn't on or isn't working. It's just that your brain is also so connected to your body, which is so connected to your experience that you're in a flow-like state. And that's a really easy thing to do when you're moving because gives your body or gives your brain, sorry, something to tap into through your body. So get dancing, get moving, just like get back into everything from your fingertips to the tips of your toes. And again, with breath work too, and through yoga, another thing that you can actually start to do is breathe into different parts of your body. So for instance, one of my hips hyperextends more than the other. So when I am stretching, I can actually like get into that flow state and close my eyes and breathe into that hip so that when I am pulling that stretch, I'm not hyper extending it, that I have to just hold it and put it back in alignment. And that is me breathing into a different part of my body. Like my conscious energy doesn't feel like it's up here. It feels like it's in that hip and in that leg, you know? So just like get moving, get back into that state of just physical, just 
energy and then try and anchor your brain into a flow-like state while you're moving and you'll just reconnect to that that whole sense of of experience through your body again the seventh way to reconnect with your body is to get naked and i say that in the sense of like realistically one of the easiest ways to reconnect with our bodies is to reconnect with it in its most natural state now we came into this world naked we are like literally the only mammal that puts on clothes by choice okay like bentley He's worn a sweater or two, but not by choice. It was my choice. Most animals are in the buff. They're in the nude all the time. And we're like the only mammal that doesn't. And we've done that for so long that I think that it can also cause a bit of a disconnect with our bodies. And I say that from experience because I mean, guys, I used to be like, like so not afraid of being naked, but I just, I never fully embraced being in the nude, you know? and. I think in the last, again, like year or two and all of the experiences that I, I've talked to you guys about has really helped me heal that part of me and just not even heal it, but like reconnect with it and just be like, yo, this is my body. But I do think that, again, there's this is a whole other topic that we can talk about too, is just like nudity, because I feel like this is such a interesting, I feel like it's something we've never talked about before and I feel like it's something we could totally spin off on, but to keep it simple, I think that when we get used to our bodies, especially our naked bodies, we, again, it's like a, I'm trying not to be too sappy here, but it is like a beautiful reconnection. And I say that in the sense of, it comes from a few different things. For me, it was definitely, the first thing was becoming realistic about my body again. And, you know, realizing that everything I was seeing online was airbrushed or changed and that when I look in the mirror, I shouldn't expect to see airbrushed skin or like super tight formed, like, you know what I mean? You don't expect to see what you see on Facetune in the mirror. It just doesn't work that way, which is also why I stopped using Facetune because it was messing with my brain. But when I changed that, when I changed that expectation of what I wanted or expected my body to look like, I got to actually reconnect back to my human body again. And so doing so, whether it's sleeping naked, you can shut all the blinds in your house and walk around naked, you can dance naked. I'm not saying that you have to sit there and like stare at your naked body or like lounge on your couch naked unless you want to, which hey, let your freak flag, every time I go to say that, I feel like I mess it up. Let your freak flag fly, right? But just reconnecting with like getting naked again is such a, again, simple way to reconnect to your body. But it's one of those ones that I feel like comes with some sort of shame, which is really weird because if you really bring it back to the fact that we are just human beings, that we are animals, then there really is no shame or shouldn't be any shame with our naked bodies. But we have... I, this is why I said that this should be a coffee talk for another time because we have really misconstrued what it means to just be nude. I did not mean for that to rhyme. But when you learn to spend more time with yourself naked and when you learn to embrace your naked body in a powerful way, like not in a way that, like literally just in a way that is just like accepting who you are, I think that it helps not only overcome the things about your body that you might not overly love because you don't have to love every single part of your body, but I think it also reconnects you to that sense of wanting to take care of your body again. When I stopped being so afraid to just be like naked with myself, I started to notice little things on my skin or little just things like I, I was like, oh, that is my body communicating with me that it might need to, you know, drink more water. I can't think of a good example right now, but I stopped being so afraid to see myself and I stopped 
you know, having all these expectations on myself. And so it really helps me reconnect with my body again and like fill it back out. You know, like that's the only way that I can think of to really describe the feeling was I felt like I had like retracted myself all the way up here that being in my body almost felt wrong or it felt like bad in some sort of way. And so when I started to, and this was like on top of so many other things, but when I started to spend more time just naked by myself, I I felt like I started to re kind of melt back into my limbs, melt back into my skin and just like experience who I was again from a state of not filtering it all through my mind, but instead feeling it all through my my bones and my skin and my body, right? Okay, I'm gonna move on to the next point because like I said, I would go on forever, but just practice getting naked, spend more time with your naked body and you will feel a new sense of liberation and connection. The eighth way that you can reconnect with your body is to go outside. Now we are all made of the exact same things, right? Like everything in the universe is made of the same things. So it makes a lot of sense that when you go outside and like you see the sun or you see trees or you see animals or you spend time with animals or even when you spend time with little kids, just things that bring you back to your true nature. I think that those help us get back into our bodies again too, because again, it takes us out of our minds and it brings us back to, in a lot of ways, back to the basics. I know that it's not the basics of sleep, water, and food, but when you go outside, like, you got to think we haven't been living in the, the conditions that we've been living in for so long. Like our ancestors were not living in condos like we are. They were living most of their life outside. So now that we spend most of our life inside, it can kind of start to feel a little weird when you go outside, at least for me right now in the wintertime, because I'm in full hibernation mode. But going outside, seeing the sky, seeing the sun, seeing nature and just like breathing in fresh air, the best feeling in the world. I would say in terms of like reconnecting with nature is that point in spring where you go out and it's like perfect, like you don't have to necessarily wear a coat, but you put one on, but you're not gonna boil and the air kind of tastes a little sweet. That's like my favorite, my favorite time to like go back outside in the, in the year. And I think that maybe I'm just saying that right now because like I said, it's midwinter and it's cold, but just getting outside, reconnecting with the things that we're all made of helps, again, bring us back into our bodies and bring us back into a state of like, not only like wonder and experience, but I really do think nature is one of the easiest ways to bring us back to the basics in a way that is like simplifying life again. Because like I said, everything is so tech-based, everything is so online that everything feels like it's like multiple layers of just more complicated than it needs to be. And nature is never complicated. Nature never rushes. And nature is always just right there, willing to just embrace us no matter how much we torture it. I feel like I could have so many coffee talks spin off from today's coffee talk, but I'll leave it there. Go outside. The ninth way to reconnect with your body is to cleanse. And I'm a water sign, so this one's my favorite, but I say that in the sense of like, you know those showers you take where you just have like the best hot, shower or tub or whatever it is and like you shave your legs and like you, you lotion and like you just do your whole routine now i do my shower routine like a full-on full-blown like i do my dry brushing i do all of the steps i do that twice a week and both of those days are days that i always feel so 
like in touch with my body, you know? And it's not even just because I'm like pampering myself because in a lot of ways I am, but I think it's also too because it feels like I'm thanking my body in a lot of ways for everything that it does for me by giving it like a little spa treatment, even though it's an at-home spa treatment. Now you can also go out and get an actual massage. You can go out and like, you know, go to those like spas where you get to go to the, the like water plunges and like all of that crazy stuff like that counts. But I definitely think that we can do this on a very easy, simplified, regular basis at home by just having like a good shower routine or a good, just like spa pamper at home routine, whether it is face masks, hair masks, anything of the sort that just brings you back into your body and helps you relax. And I think that that is huge because that sense of cleansing isn't even just like, yes, you're physically cleansing yourself, but I also do think that there is a lot of, you know, like metaphorical cleansing every time we do that too. Like I do think that when you take a hot shower, do you not just feel like the stress of the day melting away from your body? You just feel yourself relax more. And I think that that's huge when it comes to reconnecting with our bodies, because like I said, you're not just thanking your body and taking care of it and pampering it, but you're also like, you're, you're sensing it, you're feeling it melt away a lot of that stress, you're feeling it, you know, elevate to a bit different of a level or just relax in a lot of ways. And I think that that is really, really important when it comes to reconnecting with ourselves. And then my 10th and last way to reconnect with your body, and this one is probably, again, one of the easiest, aside from maybe breath work, it's to just remind yourself how amazing your body is. This is one of those things that I feel like, again, is, is almost such common knowledge that we forget it a lot of the times. Like you probably haven't realized for this whole video how many times you blinked, how many times that, you know, your body shed, your body is constantly shedding skin, right? Your body is growing hair all the time. Your body is breathing for you all the time. Your body is constantly pumping blood, pumping, <laughs> pumping blood. It is literally right now when you're not even thinking about it, detoxing things inside of you so that you can then pee them out. Like our bodies fight cancer for God's sakes, like on a daily freaking basis. And then we just like, don't connect with it. I don't get it. It is way too easy to just like overlook how incredible our bodies are. And it's way too easy to kind of forget that our bodies are doing these things all the time because our bodies are so good to us that they do those things without us even needing to think about it. And so I think that when we actually remember how incredible our bodies are, how efficient they are, how just powerful they are, it almost gives you a sense of pride to reconnect with your body again because you realize like, wow, my body does like grow my hair. My body does make me breathe, lets me taste food. My body lets me dance. My body lets me show people how much I care. My body lets me create. But yeah, just reminding your body and reminding yourself, sorry, how incredible your body is, is a really easy way to get back in tune with it because I think that it just like elevates that sense of connection with you and yourself. Even though you are you, to reconnect with your body, which is what we've been talking about this whole time, it is in a lot of ways, like you already are connected with your body, you can't leave your body aside from when you sleep, but again, that's another coffee talk for another time, but <laughs> you are your body, but reconnecting that sense and that relationship between you and your body is so important. And when we think about all the things our bodies do for us, it's kind of hard not to feel a sense of love and admiration for what our bodies do all of the time. And sometimes I think it just takes a few minutes of remembering all the things that your body does for you and just taking a really good look at your body, whether that is actually physically in a mirror or just taking a good look at it in the terms of like closing your eyes and feeling it, you know? I think that just doing that for a few minutes can really help 
re-strengthen that bond between you and your physical body and just re-embrace that sense of confidence in yourself, that sense of pride in yourself, and also just that sense of experience of life through your body, because it is the veil between who we are and everything that we experience. And I'll leave you there on that deep metaphorical thought. So there you guys have it. That was today's decaf brew about how to reconnect with your body. A lot of these steps and tips have helped me a lot in the last year or two. And I feel like I still hit periods and phases where I feel like I'm just like a little too up in my head and, and not too connected into my body. But I think that using these steps and using these tips has helped kind of make it more of a habit to just reconnect again. And each time you do that, you create that neural pathway in your brain, right? That's going to make it easier for you to connect with your body the next time. And I don't think that we mean to disconnect from our bodies in any way. I just think that as time changes and the world changes and life changes and technology just becomes more a part of our lives, like it's kind of inevitable, that it's just important to be aware of these things so that we can continue to make connecting with our physical bodies a habit and keep ourselves all around just healthier individuals. If you guys have any requests for future decafs, like I said, it's about health, wellness, fitness, environmental aspects, all of just like the good back to basics in a lot of ways. Um, leave them down below because I'm happy to take some decaf requests. Aside from that, I will talk to all of you guys in the next Coffee Talk. Bye guys.